In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents... A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Slow the testing down. Remove him from office. No justice, no peace. Cast a vote that will make you proud. The Betches Sup Podcast. Will you Who shut is up, man? Listen. Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sub Podcast is your daily rundown of all the crazy shit going on in the news, brought to you by your two funniest friends. Which is us! Uh, how are we feeling? You know, this is the first time we've seen each other since we won. Since I- Joe Biden won. <laughs> It's very exciting. Yay. Yeah. You you know, you don't we don't talk about it enough, but Joe Biden did win. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and but, he is going to yeah. be the next president. So Yeah, but right before we started recording, I was just like we're bo- we're both like in a funk I think today. Is that yeah. fair to say? Yes. Um and I just this fucking year is relentless. Like I know. COVID is worse than ever. That anxiety is back. I'm lucky that I'm an anxious person in general, so like I feel like I've been prepared for these moments. But like, oh, god damn it, fuck it. Yeah, I um luckily I got my my prescriptions all set up before this. <laughs> Very stressful. Anytime Biden does something normal, it feels really good. Like when they're just like, Joe Biden appointed a chief of staff and he's a normal man yeah. who's been a chief of staff before. And it's like, yeah, yeah. His, his COVID task force all has doctors on it and they're yeah. only doctors. And it's like, wow, that's awesome. It's like, no, that's like, that's normal. Yeah. The person who's in charge of the entire Middle East peace plan isn't just his weird. Like, yes. <laughs> so that all feels really good. We're going to talk about the Trump stuff. I'm trying to like, get like i'm trying to begin the process of exercising this man from my mind but Mm -hmm. the next three months are gonna be crazy and i just i have so little left in me to give to the crazy i know um so yes breaking news is joe biden is still won the presidency like we were just discussing (laughs) um with an insurmountable and historic lead and will become president of this country on january 20th president trump is still refusing to concede despite many of his lawsuits being thrown out or unlikely to succeed multiple stories have come out in recent days saying that trump's emotional state is it's fragile and that re- <laughs> <laughs> and that Republicans are going along with his refusal to concede to help him walk through the emotional process of losing. Um, it's ridiculous. It's I know it's, it's just so crazy to me because it's like, again, cis, straight, white, mediocre man. Everyone comes together and we're like, we have to help him lose. Meanwhile, the day after the 2016 election, like Barack Obama had to come out make a mm-hmm. speech, congratulate a man who was racist towards him, do a full transition to a man who was racist towards him. No one was like, 
you know, this is probably really shocking for the Obamas and we should give them time before beginning the transition. Like that's, it's, it's pathetic and sad and he's flailing. And Yeah. If he is too emotional to get through it, get him like, I don't know, a gift, get him a present, get him a, a support dog or a cat. I know, but I don't want to put that on a dog or a cat. That's like, true. I don't want the dog <laughs> to, have to be his pet. I don't think he would give him any comfort. I don't no. think he would find comfort from that. Um, Trump has apparently been telling advisors that he might run again in 2024. I mean... The f- yeah, the fact that he thinks he's going to be alive by 2024 is hilarious. <laughs> I, I mean, number one, I'm like, okay, we'll see, we'll see you in four <laughs> years, my dude. Number two, it's like, you can't say that and then also say that you didn't lose in 2020. Yeah. I just want to clarify. I meant I didn't mean that something is going to happen to him. I just meant that he's extremely unhealthy. That's yes, what I meant. Yes. And old. And old. And old. Um, so that's all that Brian is talking about. Yes. We're talking about a natural decline that he might see in the next four years. Yes. Okay. Um, Trump is also celebrating the news that Georgia is going to conduct a manual audit of its presidential election votes. Um, but this there's actually no real reason for him to be celebrating. So number one, um, and I did not know this, but a manual audit is not the same as a recount, but they have the same function. So I don't, I don't really, I think that maybe a manual audit is just because that's actually physically done by hand Mm -hmm. and maybe a recount isn't, I don't know. That's just me actually fully spitballing. Uh, Again, I would not read into this this much. Georgia state law requires random ballot audits to ensure the counts were accurate, given that the presidential race was closer than in other states. Georgia's Republican Secretary of State has chosen the presidential race to audit. The hand recount will be completed by November 20th. The chances that this will impact Biden's victory there, so we're all here, is like zero. Yeah. <laughs> Four, 14,000 is a way, way mm-hmm. higher number mm-hmm. than is ever changed by a recount yeah. or manual audit, whatever you want to call it. Like, um, I know NPR did stats on this this morning. I think the Daily has gone over it. But, like, the only time a recount changes the actual outcome of an election is if it's really really close like we're talking like less than a thousand vote difference yeah this is fourteen thousand. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it is not um it's actually not close yeah and i mean whatever if they want to do it do I it mean, it's just so fucking funny it's just so ridiculous that like there's so many states that biden won on election night that like like, why doesn't he just, like, why are the, the only these ones, you know? It's like, why is he choosing the ones that were, like, later? Or that, he, I guess, because he won them last time around. Yeah, but still, and they're the ones that had the mail-in ballots come late. I mean, this was always his strategy. And it's like, I feel like we're at this weird place right now and for the next two months where, on the one hand, Donald Trump is doing a number of increasingly alarming things. He's undermining his our democracy. He's convincing millions of people who voted for him that the election was a fraud. Like, those things are bad. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. not good. 
Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. We do have a new president. Um, Democrats should feel good about what happened. It happened in a different way than normal. And I think the waiting made us feel like maybe we didn't fully win with a decisive victory, but we did. Mm -hmm. And while Trump's tantrum is alarming and disturbing and uh, people who are anxious about it, I understand that anxiety. I get anxious about it too. We shouldn't confuse that for thinking that these lawsuits or these recounts or anything that they're doing to help walk Trump through the emotional process are actually going to affect the outcome of this election. They are not. Well, they, yeah, exactly. They are not. Um, there is no way for him to really get away with anything because it's so funny. The lawsuits that they keep, do- keep doing are so like bad that they are either like they're spelling mistakes and then they misspelled Georgia in the Georgia lawsuit. Like, and just like, and they even are admitting to the judges in court that like they don't have any evidence. It's all like hearsay or someone else's hearsay and people are recanting. It's just, it's all just like falling through. 
I know they're literally showing up in court and being like, I want to report a crime. And the judge is like, what crime? And they're like, I don't know yet. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Please hold. (laughs) What? But I want to get the process moving and the ball rolling mm -hmm. on this crime. There are so many, there are so many reasons Trump could be doing these moves, you know, to try and hold like, like publicly try and hold on to the election. And it's like, is it, you know, there's he's sending out those fundraising emails where like 60% of the donations are going to pay off his election campaign because he, he was spending money he didn't have. Um, there's this theory that Mitch McConnell is going along with it to try and energize the base for the Georgia runoff in January because, you know, re- the Republican Party is Trump's party still and it's going to be for a long time. And they don't give a fuck about some two whoever senators running for whatever race. They're petrified for 2022. Um, And then it's also, it's like, you know, there's these things going on at the Pentagon where he's firing people. And it's like, who knows what he's doing? He's trying to figure something out. Like, I don't know what this, like, who knows? Maybe he's he's flailing. He's trying to make as much money as he possibly can in the next two months, I think, because he is in so much debt. He's trying to use the presidency to make as much money as he can. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to make some sort of deal with a foreign actor through you know and trying to make money right now as as the current president who knows um here's what worry here's what bothers me i don't again i don't think that his attempts are going to be successful but i remember i can't remember which netflix documentary about trump it was but one of the ones (laughs) one of the netflix documentaries about trump when he went through like his midlife crisis or whatever hair starts falling out he's not feeling sexy anymore etc uh he just went on like an insane spending spree and started making all of these crazy decisions and like lashing out in all this way in this way that I mean, literally, he lost all of his money and has become the is part of the reason he's the horrific individual that we have come to him to be. But that's my fear is that we're just in him flailing, making he bought like <laughs> he like bought the Plaza Hotel for a sticker price. He like didn't even negotiate it. He bought like a million <laughs> helicopters. He was like, I'm making an airplane. Like he just went crazy. And so <laughs> that's more what my worry is that he's like manic and pissed off and fragile and upset. So he's like, yeah. I'm going to fire all these people. I'm going to mess around with Iran. I'm going to mess around with whatever. I'm going to just be se- like, just have a tantrum and lash out. Yeah. It's just dangerous because we are in the midst of a global pandemic. We are reaching a new peak in the United States. Um, and, you know, our, you know, our enemies abroad see that he is not conceding, see that even our allies are are congratulating Pres- President-elect Joe Biden on his win, even his allies. And if I, you know, it's scary to think of the foreign actors that could take advantage of a situation like this yeah. right now. Oh, I'm sure Russia's jumping up and down. They got everything that they fucking wanted when they interfered in the 2016 election and more. I mean, this I is exactly their whole thing was to undermine the faith in democracy. And here we are four years later and mm-hmm. everyone is like, are we wa- what are we watching take place here? The president's refusing to concede. His base actually believes that like. It's really fucked. He's losing by bigger margins than Hillary Clinton lost in 2016. And there was actually election interference. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's actually like some stuff that 
happened that was really bad that we just all kind of decided like was too complicated to really look into but (laughs) the caucasity of this man i know I know. So while every news network has called Biden's victory and world leaders from across the globe have publicly expressed congratulations, Facebook still isn't sure. Facebook announced yesterday that it will extend its ban on political advertising another month. Quote, given the ongoing conversation about the U.S. presidential election, the announcement noted, while multiple sources have projected a presidential winner, we still believe it's important to help prevent confusion or abuse on our platform. You're, so. I'm sorry, I, like, you're creating confusion by pretending like there's a conversation that's happening when there's no conversation. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg so, ugh, I hate that man. It's hard, it's hard, it's so I... I totally like that political advertising. It's I'm, I think he's also worried about Trump being like, I'm the winner. You know what I mean? That's also true. But, I mean, but like, can't they just flag that? Like, right? Like that, it's like, couldn't you just take that down because it's false and it is against your policies about things that are false? I don't understand how these billion dollar, multi billion dollar organizations can't just hire enough fucking people to make their, their, like, to, like they need to oil their machine. They have no oil in the machine. They need to hire some other fucking people. To like watch advertisements I know, and be it's like, like it's crazy. I don't even buy that they can't do it because here's the thing. If I if I post a titty on Facebook, they'll find that titty in one second. So why don't we convert some people who are looking for titties to look for misinformation about the election? Mm-hmm. They find that in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> well, so Facebook itself lists Joe Biden as a projected winner of the race across its platform. However, this ban will hurt candidates running in Georgia's Senate runoffs who won't be able to use the platform to advertise their campaigns. So. Yeah, it just feels like once again, Facebook is like, see, we're helping. And I'm like, they both sides everything. Yeah. Joe Biden won. Mm-hmm. That's it. Anyone who says anything else should have their post taken down. Yeah. And um, we should let the candidates in Georgia all run their ads as they would. Or you could get political advertisements off of your website entirely, friend. You could yeah. just you could also just not have political ads on there at all. Twitter don't do it. Twitter doesn't do it. I love new Twitter stuff with the retweets and <laughs> it's so passive aggressive. It's amazing. For those of you, if, if you're not Twitter people now, if you go to retweet an article without reading it, <laughs> Twitter will be like, do you want to read the article first? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're, you're just retweeting a headline. You need to read the article. It's like, Ooh, yeah. And sometimes I'm like, okay, but I'm making a joke about the headline and the, I understand. <laughs> I'm like, you well, okay. Twitter. I understand. Mm-hmm. I get it. You're mm-hmm. right. But I'm actually just doing a joke. It's fine. You don't need to come at me like this. <laughs> All right, let's end on some good news. Joe Biden has named his longtime aide, Ron Klain, to be his chief of staff. Klain previously served as chief of staff to Vice President Al Gore during the Clinton administration. And Klain started working for Biden in the 1980s, then was his vice presidential chief of staff and has experience dealing with both public health crises like Ebola and the economic recession in 2008. So a qualified individual 
getting mm-hmm. a job that he knows how to do. Each of Biden's cabinet nominees will need to be confirmed by the U.S. Senate, which is currently controlled by Republicans, which is why we really need to win these Georgia runoffs because we can get a lot more progressive friendly candidates in the cabinet if we have the Senate. If we don't, then we have to play ball with Mitch McConnell. And I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, we're only going to accept Republican nominees for the cat. Like, we're not going to get a cabinet that is exciting to us if we do not win this Georgia runoff. The thing about Klein that seems exciting, too, is that he first I saw that he he wrote on Twitter that he first worked for um, Senator Ed Markey from Massachusetts, who is oh, a progressive. We do love yeah. Ed Markey. And like he was his first boss and they're like good friends. So I'm like, oh, maybe this guy is like maybe he'll like actually like push Biden on climate issues. And so I think that's exciting. And also this whole idea of like Biden's cabinet and like people like well, we have to pick the ones that the Republicans will like. It's like, when was the last time they've confirmed anyone to Trump's cabinet? That's what I don't understand. There's like all of these acting chiefs of everything. Right, exactly. It's like, I'm I'm like, I mean, Mitch Mark McConnell Meadows. can muck up the process as much as he wants. But at a certain point, I do feel like it's like Donald Trump didn't go through the process. I mean, process in general I, I am not going to allow our movement and the progressive movement to get stopped up by process things that Donald Trump did not think about for one second while committing I they, crimes. Yeah, I think they should try it. I think they should try yeah. and go through the appropriate processes. But if it ends up being the stonewalling, like I'm just like so, so, so sick of I, I this when they go low, we go high to a certain extent. It's like they're just going to fucking you know do whatever the fuck they want and we're gonna be hold to this moral high ground like it's not it's not easy to fight people with not fight people but you know you know what i mean like to to go against people with no moral background who will do anything if they don't who won't fight fair you know it's just well it's like alexander hamilton shooting uh into the sky and then fucking aaron burgess nice to be the moral person but sometimes the other person is trying to shoot you yeah maybe this they'll write a is gonna shoot you dude maybe maybe they'll write a broadway smash about you in 150 years or whatever but yeah but <laughs> you're gonna like, be your fucking wife's dead gonna start an orphanage and that's beautiful but <laughs> maybe don't shoot maybe don't shoot this guy yeah like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think overall, I think I, you know, I think we we both think that Joe Biden is going to be in office January twentieth, yes. January twenty first, and going and going. So I know. So we're just we we just got to get till then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so until then, uh, <laughs> 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 this has been the Vegeta. Our I tried to change our thing, and now I did it wrong. Listen, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. <laughs> and this is in the Betches Sub Podcast. <laughs> the Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to sup at Betches.com. 